We read today this beautiful story of Acts 8, 26, 40. It's a story of the baptism of this eunuch by Philip. Yesterday we also read Philip preaching in Samaria and the great joy that it came to that city. And this experience of Philip illustrates what we have been seeing in the book of Acts, that the author of Acts, the evangelist Luke, is trying to show how um, the church, inspired by the Holy Spirit, is replicating the life of Jesus. So many passages of the book of Acts of the Apostles, they point to volume one, the Gospel of Luke, and they point to very similar stories of the gospel that Jesus was doing. So the obvious reference to this is Luke 24. This is kind of almost step-by-step experience of Philip walking with this eunuch and then proclaiming the scriptures to him and then leading him to the sacraments. And then Philip disappears. It's almost like step by step what Jesus is with the two disciples of Emmaus. So what Luke is trying to say is like what Jesus did in his public life, now these disciples moved by the Holy Spirit because Philip was um, moved by God three times, it says, the angel of the Lord, then the Holy Spirit, and then the Spirit took him away. So under the influence of the Holy Spirit, these people are replicating the life of Jesus on earth. It's kind of acts as an open-ended book. That's why many churches, Protestant churches, have that name, Acts 29, like they continue the life. And this has so many layers. I would just point some, but stress one. One um, is this idea of how can I understand the scripture if no one understands, if no one explains it. So it's a eunuch. In a sense, Christianity is not a religion of the book. It's a religion of the book and tradition. You cannot understand the scriptures only by itself. You need a community of faith. You need someone who walks with you to explain it. Then the audience is the, the eunuch. No, he was going down to Ethiopia. So it's a way of saying the church is universal. It's expanding its mission from Jerusalem, Samaria, to the ends of the world. Then it says that he got into the chariot and sit with him what Jesus did in Emmaus. He came to the house and he sat with them. Then the sacrament. No, he comes from faith to sacrament. And then he vanishes. The spirit snatched Philip away. But I would like to highlight this thing, that the end of this passage, it says Philip was taken away and the eunuch continue on his way rejoicing. Continue on his way rejoicing. Again, like emails, Jesus vanished from their sight, but their hearts were burning. So basically, Philip was taken away. Philip 
left the scene, but the Holy Spirit stayed in the heart of that eunuch. And for that reason, this eunuch went back to Ethiopia filled with joy. So what Luke is saying is that Philip is a vessel of the presence of God. Philip is a vessel of the Holy Spirit. And once he lives, he just communicates the Spirit of God to this eunuch. And that's a very beautiful call to be like Philip. Someone filled with the Holy Spirit that people, when they leave your presence, they feel better. They feel more joyful, more alive, more filled with the Holy Spirit. One of the priests of St. John's Society, Father Guillermo, he always used to say, like, I want people, when they leave my presence, to feel much better. No, that's a very good goal, no, that... When someone comes into your presence, when they leave, they feel like more joy, more um, enthusiastic. Basically, they feel the love of Christ flowing through you. And that's what the prayer of Newman says. Shine through me and be so in me that every soul that comes in contact with me may feel your presence in my soul. That every soul, every heart that comes in contact with me may feel your presence, Jesus, your presence, Holy Spirit, in my soul. So let us pray for that grace of being like Philip. People may come to us or may we go to them and that they may continue on their way rejoicing.